welcome to Literary Merit, the show where we tell you what media has value. Spoiler alert, it's all of it. Also, spoiler alert, we'll be discussing spoilers as usual. Here's your warning. I'm Ashley. I'm Alex. And we're getting higgy a little bit. Just a little bit huggy. Just slightly huggy. Uh, <laughs> we've got our new favorite candle from Opal House, our beloved Opal House. The, of, uh, of Target. Yes, it's the... Uh, the pumpkin cupcake or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> it smells really good. We're basically neighbors with Target at this point. We are next door neighbors. Yes, it's really nice. It's super good. I've got my my uh, honey vanilla chamomile. I've got an abomination beverage that is just sweet with caffeine and no no other things in it, which is concerning. Yeah, probably not good for you, but very delicious. <laughs> We're both, that's definitely a shared vice we have, these... <laughs> Sparkling these ice with caffeine. Terrible, terrible beverages. Just chemicals. Yeah. And you'll love chemicals. Oh, so I'm going to talk about chemicals in my five-minute master's, I just remembered. Hey, let's oh, do gosh, it. Oh gosh, some of them are in this. Okay, I'm excited, let's Uh-oh. do it. Well, everyone, prepare to share in my shame. Alright, well we all drink it. We all do, and these things are all natural flavors natural flavors that's what i'm talking about today is natural flavors oh fun um so vanilla fun fact is the most popular flavor worldwide all right i can see why i love it yeah natural vanilla abstract uh, abstract (laughs) oh i think i know where this is going natural vanilla is obtained by steeping vanilla beans in alcohol to afford a solution of vanillin yes one of the substitutes for that mm-hmm. is, and I looked this up because we hear it all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's long been rumored, and I I think I've looked it up previously, but it's one of those things where it bears repeating. It bears repeating, and also <laughs> never to be spoken of. Yes, you say it, and then you forget about it for as long as you can. So uh, a substitute for vanilla is castorum extract. Yes, it is. It is a secretion from the anal glands. Uh, and caster sacs of beavers, mm-hmm. uh, which they use to mark their territorial claims. Mm-hmm. Now, why humans are obsessed with the flavor of beaver ass? <laughs> of but not just beaver ass, but like beavers marking their territory. Yeah, like that's so funny. Yeah, that it's like, hey, this you know is what's... mine. This is my tree. And like, and humans are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I just pick up my language. <laughs> <laughs> my vanilla language. Very weird. Uh, castorum extract possesses a warm, sweet odor and may be used as a stand-in for vanilla extract in many dairy products and baked goods. Yep. Following rigorous evaluation, castorum and its extracts have earned a place in the... It's just like a list of like safe things. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I, I, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, it's healthy. Quote, There's quotes. People eat a lot of things that come out of animals. And we're I don't keep talking about the more of those. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> we ate lunch before this. <laughs> yes, that was a good choice. Um, so because it comes from an animal source, it is therefore a natural, not artificial flavor. We've all sure. heard the song and dance. Yes. At this point, I've made my peace with it. Oh, you have to. Next up, beer and wine often contain a preservative called methylparaben, Mm. which in addition to keeping booze fresh, 
is uh, a pheromone found in dog vaginas. Surely they don't get it from there. I, I would assume not. It just happens to also occur there naturally. That's what my assumption is. I didn't There's look... no way on earth that, that like the, the, the alcohol industry could be using dogs in that manner. Yeah. I think it's probably either um, made another way or gotten from another. It just happened. Like you said, happens to it occur naturally there well. occur there. Yeah. Um, especially the wording on that one. Yes. I didn't look as deeply into that one because... You don't need to. I don't to. care, really. <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> um, we all know about red dye. Oh, yes. Buggies. Bug- little beetles. Just lots of, lots of, lots of little beetles. Yes. Which, I mean, that's just where dyes come from. Like. Right? Like. It's like, it, oh, yeah. Crushed seashells also. Right. It's Humans have been making dyes for yeah, we've centuries all upon centuries. <laughs> and, yeah, we didn't always have chemical labs to make artificial dyes and. Turns out that these little buggies are a great source of red colors. Yeah. So. Deal with it. Yep. <laughs> you just gotta. Um, often referred to as gum base, the stuff that makes your favorite gumball so gummy is actually a substance known as lanolin. Oh, yeah. Which is an oil found in sheep's wool. Sheep's wool. Lanolin's in a lot of stuff. It's in a lot yeah. of like moisturizers and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, like sheep need to moisturize their yeah it's just a skin excretion i mean it's like a little gnarly to think about consuming it but whatever it's safe (laughs) people have been eating weird gross shit forever yes so like Like, get over everything's weird and gross get over yourselves okay this last one i this one i'm not in love with okay actually no there's another one so shellac Shellac. Often found on jelly beans. Also, literally everything. Little, yes, everything. It's a secretion of beetles as well. More beetles. More beetles. Beetles in India. Wow. Yeah. That's funny, though, because we literally use it for everything. Everything. Because it's useful. Good job, beetles. Yeah. Cool. Okay, what's the bad one? L-cytotinine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... An amino acid found in hair and feathers, mm-hmm. um, which is in some sort of in some products for like supplements for hair growth and stuff like that. Sure. But also, um, it is used to keep mass-produced bread fresh. Oh, weird. And the most common place that it is extracted is from human hair. What? That's wild. Yeah. Um, like, cause you can get it from duck feathers. You can get it from like other animal, but like the most common, according to Vice from an article from 19 or 19, 2014 is human hair. I mean, on one hand, horrifying. On the other hand, probably the most ethical place you could get it. Probably. I, I have a feeling that they managed to get it pretty unethically. <laughs> Life finds a way. Right. But like, <laughs> you know, humans just get their hair off on purpose. That's true. Well, now we know why they sweep up all the hair after your haircut. You're stealing it. Selling so boil, it for bread. Boil it down and put it in our bread. Grind your bones to make my bread. Exactly, exactly. That's weird. Like, I feel so weird about that. I feel a little weird about that one. Um, but, like, also, I, I as, like, a vegetarian, I have to be like, well, at least people get their hair off on purpose. Like, yeah. 
everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that hard to get human yeah. hair ethically. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. The, so that definitely like, I just buy a bag of bread because I'm lazy. I mean, but the way they suggest to avoid so any listeners that are now like so grossed out that they never want preserved bread again just go to your bakery at your grocery store get their fresh bread and you should be good yeah they suggested yeah just no more it's usually better anyway yeah (laughs) oh i eat oral wheat (laughs) (laughs) and i'll continue to do so i love friends they're local i don't i'm they are i'm not a huge fan of friends I like all their products. <laughs> I'm a fan of all of their products. <laughs> I am. Well, I was I was made a lifelong Friends believer when in first grade, someone from the Friends Bread Factory came to visit our class oh my and goodness. brought us little tiny loaves of little tiny sandwich bread. It was the most delightful moment <laughs> that of my really young life. That really familiar. They probably did that for us too. Probably. But it, just, it just didn't, it wasn't so formal. Oh, for it me. was, it captured the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny loaves, are they like this big? Yeah, like a like a kid sized loaf of bread. <laughs> That's amazing. I I now, I mean now I'm just imagining the section of their factory that is for dedicated tiny kid for bread, chi- child education and outreach bread, for kid bread. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I wonder if you could order it, kid I bread. No, I don't. I've I know never... they, that some brands just make small bread. It's... A lot of like gluten free ones are really small. Yeah, but this was like. Smaller than would be, like, convenient to use. <laughs> this is not, like, real bread. This is fun bread. This is fun bread. But uh, I, that, 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 Fran's 100% whole wheat, that's my shit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Enough about the gross. Enough about bread. Uh, so, for, for reasons which you'll be aware of immediately. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the story of the birth of the god Hermes. Because this is one of my favorite Greek myths. (laughs) It's delightful, and it doesn't have any, like, fucked up shit in it at all. Yay! Not a fucked up thing, other than, you know, he's the the child of Zeus and the nymph Maya. And so it's just another case of Zeus, you know, doing his philandering, but what you gonna do? That's how every myth begins. Yeah. Every every demi- every god is a bastard. Every single god, yeah. So, uh, Zeus and the nymph Maya had a baby in a cave, and its name was Hermes. He was born at dawn, and he was very precocious. <laughs> um, so, as soon as he left the cave where he was born, on the day he was born, as yep. a baby, yep. he was like, hey, a big turtle, well, a tortoise. I have an idea. Oh no. And he grabbed this tortoise and he cut it up, hollowed it out, um, and used reeds and oxhide and strings of sheep gut and made the first seven stringed lyre as a baby. Just, just you know, just uh, baby the, the day he was born, the first thing he did was he Murdered killed the turtle, the turtle. <laughs> and made the lyre. Uh, and he's like, all right, this is fun. I love singing songs. I'm a brand new baby. <laughs> Um, and then he's like, man, all this turtle killing has me hungry. <laughs> I know what I want. Meat. <laughs> what about the turtle meat? No, no good. 
<laughs> threw that away. <laughs> I want cow meat. Okay. So he's like, hmm, 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 hmm. Where can I get some cows? I know the golden herd of Apollo. Yeah, you know, it's the closest one. It's, it's just right there. <laughs> so in the night, he goes and he steals 50 cattle, 50 cows from the herd. And he's like, I need to be sneaky about this because I can't get caught. I'm a baby committing my first crime. <laughs> so he makes the cows walk backwards. And he makes himself some weird wicker sandals to disguise his footprints. And he marches them backwards back home. So it looks like they went the other way. From his house? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and he's like doing this nonsense. This baby's just like, all right, backwards with you, cows. 50 cows. 50 cows, a small baby. <laughs> um, and this, this vintner is like, um. <laughs> and Hermes is like, Shh. I, you'll have a great harvest of grapes just keep your fucking mouth shut <laughs> uh, and so Hermes takes the cows home and he puts them in a shelter Um, and he's like I gotta cook up these cows so he gets some wood and he is the first person to use dry sticks and create fire by friction there's vineyards already in the world, but no fire? Not clear on how that works. Uh, maybe everyone just had fire from the very first fire from Prometheus. Probably. Not clear. But he's like, I, you know what, y'all? We can just make our own fire. I just figured it, it out. I'm a baby. Day two. I'm, I, I created fire. Uh, <laughs> so he skins and butchers two of the cattle. Baby, again, mm -hmm. baby does this um, and does his whole thing, the, the proper sacrifices, cuts the meat up into 12 portions, roasts as an offering to the gods. Now, it's funny. He was like, boy, I could really go for some meat because as a god, he's not allowed to eat meat. He can only sustain himself from the aroma of the roasted offering. Okay. <laughs> so he just wastes these fucking cows. <laughs> just um, burns them all up. Burns them all up. Um, and then destroys all evidence <laughs> and goes home and crawls up in his cradle. Goo goo gaga. Hi, mommy. And Maya's like, Hermes, I know you've been up to some shit. I don't know what you did, but you've definitely been up to some shit. And he's like, oh, okay, mom, I'll level with you. <laughs> I promise. Listen, I'm going to be the prince of thieves. I'm going to win honor and riches for us both. Among the Olympians, it's going to be sweet. Just don't worry about it, Mom. I've got this <laughs> under control. And Apollo sees that some of his cows are gone. And he's like, what the fuck? Hey, old Vintner, did you see anything? <laughs> and he's like, well, I did see a baby driving a bunch of cows backwards. And Apollo's like, uh-huh. That's bullshit. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he finds the weird backwards tracks, and he's like, okay. And he follows them and finds baby Hermes. <laughs> and he's like, you fucking baby. You stole my cows. And Hermes is like, goo goo gaga, I am a baby. I could not possibly steal your cows. And Apollo's like, you piece of shit. I know you did. Uh, 
So Apollo's like, fine, we're gonna go talk to fucking Zeus about this, you you evil, <laughs> duplicitous baby. And Zeus hears the case, and Hermes is just lying through his teeth, of course. He's, well, no, he doesn't have teeth, he's an infant. <laughs> um, and Zeus just thinks this is extremely funny. Uh, he's like, Hermes, you go and you take Apollo where you took those cows. I know you fucking took those cows. Just go, you're the, you're the guide of the gods. Go guide Apollo to these fucking dead cows. Okay. So, um, Hermes does this, um, and Hermes is like, uh, hey, I made this lyre though. Um, I'll play you a song. And he plays Apollo a song in the lyre, and Apollo is like, that's the best shit I've ever seen. I'm not even mad anymore. <laughs> and Hermes is like, it's yours, and gives him the lyre made with the tortoise shell. And Apollo's like, you're so cool. <laughs> you're going to be the messenger of the gods. And also there's some oracles you can go to if you ever need to know the future or anything. So we're totally square. Here's a golden rod and everything. <laughs> and uh, now Hermes is in charge of cattle herds. Because <laughs> he stole some cows. And uh, Apollo and Hermes are best friends forever. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> it has everything. <laughs> I just love this baby. Stealing these cows. It would take so long for them to go backwards. Yeah, he he did. He, he just had these cows all night, just driving these cows home backwards. They couldn't have been very far from where he took them. Right. Yeah. I mean, a baby getting there in the first place. Yeah, he's a, he's a really prodigious baby. Because he didn't have his flying shoes yet. No, he didn't have anything. He was a day old. <laughs> he he just figured it out. Yeah, he's a very clever baby, and that's Hermes' first day alive. I love that story. <laughs> so, speaking of stories. This is a story. About a bandit. About a bandit. So, finally, finally, I watched The Fall. Yes. Tarsum sings The Fall. So, I've been wanting to rewatch it for a long time and force you to watch it for a long time. But I was... Uh, it's hard to get. It's hard to get. Period. You can't buy it unless you're getting a $50 copy off of eBay. It's so weird. Um, and I, my my desire to watch it in only increased after watching Lady Gaga's newest music video, which was directed by Tarsum Singh. And it is just... Strikingly similar. Strikingly similar. Uh, um, and, yes, yeah, so we managed to watch it. Period. Period. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> and... God, this movie. It was I, it was everything I knew it would be. Like, I knew I would love this film. I loved this film. This is one, another one, and we, we say this sometimes, like, spoiler warning on this one. A, it's not going to make any goddamn sense if you haven't seen it. <laughs> right, you, you need to see it. And so, like, sorry, this is, might be kind of a weird episode. And we might because, be jumping around a lot because the movie does that. Yes, and, you're like, if you haven't seen it and it's kind of hard to see it, like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're you're all very clever, just like Hermes. I'm sure you can figure out. <laughs> you can how rustle to watch up some movie. cattle for yourself. You can rustle up this cattle of a film. <laughs> yes, it's it's really worth trying your hardest to get your hands on. Um, but yeah, big big spoiler warning. There is quite a quite a twist 
which I would hate to spoil for oh, someone. Oh, yeah. It's like, a... normally I'm not the kind of person who's, like, really hung but up But this on isn't spoilers. like a, ooh, twist. It's like a, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's like a really. It's an emotional twist. Emotional. And so, like, normally I don't worry too much about spoilers. And if you know, it's still, it's still going to be great. You're still going to yeah. enjoy it. But, like, I want to preserve that moment for you if possible. So, please just watch this film. In a way that you deem fit. <laughs> However you can manage, how whatever that means. We wouldn't you. necessarily recommend spending $50 to purchase a copy, especially because with the internet, you never know if you're going to get a, re- a wrong region. Yeah, oh god. I bought Moon and it came in the wrong region. Oh no. Yeah, so I'll never be able to watch it, other than where Other ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, this movie came out in 2006. Um, and it's starring Lee Pace, our lovely boy, and a young girl named Katinka Untaru. Um, and I'm not sure where this girl is from. Uh, the character is Romanian, so I assume she is probably Romanian. Yeah, because she, she's just speaking as best she can. Right, yeah. Well, and it's so great. So the first thing I want to talk about with this movie is it's very clear that the way that they filmed the scenes between Lee Pace and Katinka is that they just sort of talked. And you yeah. know, there was probably a Some lot prompts, of footage, but... a lot of prompts, a lot of footage, a lot of editing in order to get what they needed. But it really feels like he's just sort of leading her through conversations. Yeah. Rather than there being strictly scripted lines. Yeah. And it's so delightful for that because she just feels like the realest little girl. Like it's yeah. so fucking real. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, jarringly real how this girl is just, like, being a child on screen. Like, it doesn't feel like a child acting. It feels like a child living. Yes. And, like, all of her quirks are so adorable and, like, you can't write them. No, she's so fucking cute. Because, okay, so this this protagonist of this film is this little Romanian-born girl in Los Angeles. Alexandria. She lives in Los Angeles. Her family picks oranges for a living, mm-hmm. including she, her. Including her. And she fell out of a tree and broke her arm. And so she, she's staying in a hospital. And her arm is in a big old cast big, that sticks off the side of her. And she carries around her little box of treasures in her little hand, <laughs> holding it up like a crane. And she gnaws on her little cast with her teeth because she's missing her front teeth. She's missing her front teeth. She's so cute. She's so cute. Um, And she meets a man, Roy who is an early Hollywood stuntman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's a stuntman for silent films, and he has um, been likely paralyzed from this accident, and he's bedridden. And they meet, and he begins to tell her stories to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Or it, it seems. Right, they just strike up a friendship. Yes, because they're both adorable. They're both adorable and lonely and sad. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's made friends with everybody at the hospital. Except for, yeah, pretty much everybody. Pretty much everybody in her own way. She likes yeah. to throw oranges at the priest. <laughs> uh, she likes to surreptitiously lick the ice blocks when they arrive. And the guy's like, Alexandria, you, you better you're, go. You're, you're better gonna go. get sick. Stop li- licking the ice. <laughs> but he's, like, not that mad about he's it. Not. And she, like, puts her little gums on the <laughs> on the ice. Uh, she's just the cutest, most charming child yeah. 
she's so great. She's just free reign. She just runs around the hospital, does whatever she wants. She's best friends with this old, old man with dentures. And she really likes her nurse. Yes, her nurse is very sweet and very pretty. Uh, And she just does whatever she wants to in this hospital. She lies to the doctor. She lies to the doctor. And to her mom. Because she doesn't want to leave the hospital. Uh, Because she wants to be with Roy because he's like a dad for her and oh yeah because her, her... her dad's da- dead uh-huh but she tells him very as soon as they meet right real matter of fact yeah real matter of fact about it um but roy is bedridden and she comes to meet him and he starts telling her stories and it's so delightful because you've got you've got sort of two layers of narrator you have him telling her the story and her imagining the story so everything we're seeing is not the story he's telling it's the story that she's hearing yeah so like roy's an old he's like a movie cowboy and so he's talking about this character who's an indian yeah and he's picturing and describing a native american but But she she knows an indian man she knows an indian man and she is picturing an indian man from india yeah and like and you're seeing like scenes of india and all of this stuff mm-hmm. but, but Roy's he's talking about squaw and wigwams and, and stuff and it's, so it's like oh this is her imagination yeah. not his story yeah. and so that's why all of the characters are represented by people that she knows mm-hmm. it's all the people in the hospital yes it's delightful oh yeah it's so delightful i I love the way they relate to each other. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. He's so good with her. And that makes it all the sadder. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Okay. So we're not going to go into what happens there, but we're just going to talk. Are you, we not? Just you and, not yet. Okay. Not yet. You and me. How absolutely joyful and sweet he is with her. And then the scene they have to do later. Like, Ugh. they filmed this const- sequentially. Sequentially. You have to. You have to. Because of her teeth. Yes. Her teeth. <laughs> Well, so, I, so, the way I understand it, the way it makes sense to me, they filmed all of the hospital stuff sequentially, and then they filmed the her, fantasy stuff after. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, because he's got different hair. She's got she's teeth. She's got teeth. <laughs> she's older. Her English is better as well. Yeah. So, she learned a lot of English during the production. I'm so sure she did. throughout filming, she gets better understanding him. Yeah. Ugh. Also, the... The Lost in Translation stuff is so good. It's so good. Like when he's trying to explain the Eucharist to her and she oh, just yeah. has no she's idea. Like, but she, she's doing that thing where you're a kid I and do you that. don't get it. No, I still it's do that. Still, where I just like nod and smile. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's like, he's like, no, do you know what I'm saying? And she's like, <laughs> She's like, yeah, what? sure, what? Yeah, what? Uh-huh, no, what? And he's like, no, do you know what I said? And she's like, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so funny because you know it's real. Yeah. You know that that really happened and yeah. that was Lee Pace and this little girl talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's he's so sweet. Yeah. He's so good with her. He's so good with her. Yes. But he's also using her. Yes. Well, and so you get so, so it, a lot of this is really just from her point of view and so you just get little glimpses of him and his life and his circumstances and what it seems like is um basically all at once he you know lost mobility in his legs probably lost his career and found out that his girlfriend was sleeping with the star of the film yes and he's super fucking depressed yeah <laughs> because 
who wouldn't be? Like, yeah. his whole life exploded, and he's just stuck in this hospital bed, and he's so fucking depressed. He's like, I need some drugs. I think I want to kill myself. And he has a little glimmer of hope when he's, like, just... I think it's either the end of his first story about Alexander the Great or the very beginning of the long story. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asks her, he's like, do me a favor, go touch my toe. And she's like, what? Right. Because oh, she doesn't know what's wrong with him. Yeah, she doesn't she's really a kid. get it. She knows he's in a hospital. He's sick. Yeah, he can't get up. Whatever. Yeah. But so he's like, no, go go behind go the sheet. Go go touch my toe. And she's like, Don't okay. tell me which one it is. Well, first she's like, I'm touching your little toe. And he's like, no, don't, don't tell me which toe. <laughs> touch a different toe. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'm touching your toe. And he's like, is it the big toe? And then then she she moves over to the big toe. And she's like, yep. Yep. And he's like, are you lying to me? Are you telling stories? Yeah. And she's like, no. She's such a little liar. I know. But only because she just wants him to She just wants to tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) But he's like. It's really intense. Because he doesn't feel it. Mm -hmm. So he's he's like. his, His whole world just shatters. Mm hmm. Ugh, it's so good. Uh, but yes, he starts telling her this story, and a lot of it draws on, like, the movie that he was making. Yep. And, and like, his relationship with the film star and the ex-girlfriend and uh, the people at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, there's these five, it's six... very international, multicultural group of, of... Of men who were spurned by... Yeah, uh, Count Odious. Oh, Count Odious, yes. these They're basically like f- fantasy Avengers. Fantasy Avengers, all of whom are made up except for Charles Darwin is there. Charles Darwin is also there, and he is represented by the orderly. <laughs> and Charles Darwin is just what Roy knows about Charles Darwin. He's like, he he loves the animals, and he got, has to find all the animals, and he's got a pet monkey. <laughs> monkey who actually did all of his discoveries. <laughs> and so it's just this fun, like, clearly, Roy is just a great storyteller. Yeah. Like, his stories don't always add up, yeah. but they're still... But that's not the point of the movie, It's either. not. And you, it's so funny when she's like, wait, that's not, how, that doesn't make sense. And he's like, uh, yeah, did he, I say? <laughs> when she catches his, his uh, inconsistencies. Yes, yes. And it's really funny, because he just rolls with it. He's like, no. No, it's not inconsistent. This is the truth. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there was um, the Indian who his uh, fiance or wife uh, was captured by His Odious wife was, yes, captured by Odious. Because she wouldn't marry him or yeah, kiss him or sleep yeah, with him or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But she was trapped, imprisoned, and then she jumped Killed to her death. Him. Yes. Um and so he vows to never look at another woman again, and he will uh, take his Be revenge. responsible for Odious's death, as yes. they all say. Yes. <laughs> no! <laughs> they all scream, no! <laughs> uh, so there's the Indian, there's Charles Darwin. Um, um, whose who's revenge is the silliest of all. <laughs> because Odious sent him a dead butterfly. But a very rare and special butterfly. The butterfly that he wanted to, to, to find. Yes. Odious sent him a, a pinned a, one. A dead one. <laughs> Yes, and so he has to revenge the butterfly. Um, you've got the Italian... Luigi. Luigi, the... Explosives expert. Yes, who was, like, exiled, but then he returned, and due to Count Odious's Meddling. Meddling. Nobody could look at him or No one can him. speak to him ever again, and so... So he's like, no! No! Uh, we have... Who else? I don't think the black oh, guy has a title, does he? No, he does. He's got a name. I just can't remember. Yeah. Um, but this this um, former 
slave, former slave yeah who has become a great warrior to revenge the death of, of his, his brother, brother who was also a slave yeah. they were enslaved to count odious yeah. uh we've got well we've got the bandit the bandit who uh is avenging his brother his twin brother yes and, and originally the, the bandit was her, her was alexandria's dad alexandria's dad so he's got a gap tooth and he's uh romanian uh-huh um and so we learn a bit a little bit of history and he also starts off as french or no uh spanish. He's spanish he's spanish he's spanish even though he speaks with a romanian accent <laughs> um and then and then she's like why does he talk like that and, he's and like, roy's like, like he's supposed to be your dad yeah and like he just comes out and says it yeah, and she's and like, like no okay. make him talk normal like you yeah and then at that point the character becomes yeah and that's roy. that's a little bit later on but yeah, yeah. It, it becomes lee pace um i love that moment too mm-hmm. um I, and then are we missing somebody before the mystic because the mystic comes in i think that's it they meet a mystic who's Burned in a tree. Yeah, he comes out of a tree, and he's just like a weird wild man. Yeah, sort of. And Charles Darwin is the only one who can understand. Him. And they're just speaking nonsense to each other, yeah. and also doing fake signing yeah, to each it's other. Yeah, gibberish. Yeah. But Charles Darwin knows his language, and the mystic is there to uh, help with their quest. And they're like, "No thanks, we're good." And then <laughs> they get to this like fort, and they and try he, to. And the mystic has just like completely obliterated all the guards and they're like sorry yeah absolutely you can join us anytime uh it's great so it like it starts out as just this fun whimsical swashbuckling kind of a tale just adventure times he's just trying to tell her a fun story and get her to like him yeah um and then he's like hey can you read english and she's like yeah kind of because because he gets a note from her on accident mm-hmm. that's her trying to write English and learn it mm-hmm. and show it to the nurse. Yes. Um, but he gets it, and so he learns all the stuff about her, like, you know, her name and stuff. Um, but yeah, so he writes down a word. Morphine. Morphine. And she names all the letters. Except for the last one she thinks is a three. Because he wrote He wrote a, an a E weird, that like, looks, like, it looks like a backwards three. Yeah, because... That's his handwriting. That's his handwriting. <laughs> and so she has M-O-P-H-I-N-3. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, yeah, can you go and I'm find- having trouble sleeping. I'm having trouble sleeping. I need some medicine. She's like, oh, we'll tell the nurse. And he's like, no, this is a bandit secret. Yeah. You got to keep this secret with me and go and find this for me. And then I can keep telling you the story. Yeah. And so she does it. Yeah. She goes into the dispensary. Sneaks in and finds a bottle of morphine pills. Mm -hmm. But because she thought the last letter was a three, she throws away all but three of the pills. (laughs) And he's furious. And he's trying so hard not to be. Right. Because it's not her fault. It's not her fault. And he can't, he needs her to still like him. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, why did you do that? And she's like, you you wrote three. three. (laughs) And he's like, it's not enough because you know on one hand like you know he i, I mean he just wants to die like yeah. he's get he's having her get these pills so that he yeah because three himself. three morphine pills would help you sleep yes but he there it's not going to kill him and yeah. he wants to die yeah god it's so and it's just like you just get these tiny glimpses of what's really going on with him yeah so 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 sad mm-hmm. uh and there's this plot with 
uh, this fucking shitty hypochondriac dude. Oh, yeah, who's a roommate of Roy's mm-hmm. who's just there and he's like, I need my pills, I need my pills. I, need, I, I don't know what's wrong with yeah. me. And it's like, nothing's wrong with you, dude. You're a wealthy hypochondriac. Yeah. Um, and there's the old man who's also staying in that room and he's very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point... Uh, what scares her? What scares her? When? When? When she gets really scared. Oh, it's when she sneaks in to get the pills. She sees um, a woman in, like, uh, an operating room with her child. Oh, yes. And she's, like, begging him to wake up. Wake up because they're going to chop you up. Uh Uh-huh. And the child is foaming at the mouth. It's supposed to have a seizure or something, and it's probably not going to make it. Yeah, and she's so traumatized by this. stares right at her. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking scary for this little girl. And then Alexandria's... Just cowering in a stairwell. And she's, she's she's Peter Pants. Peter Pants. And the old man comes up. He's like, oh, I do that too. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You, you know what I do when I get scared? I just say the magic words. <laughs> it's like... Googly, 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 be gone is what he says. Yes. But when she's telling Roy later, she's like, googly, 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 go away. <laughs> go away. She's so cute. Her chubby little face. I know. She's so funny and cute her <laughs> smile is everything in the world mm-hmm. uh and there's you know at one point alexandria sort of meets roy's ex-girlfriend um she has like ostensibly come to the hospital to see him but she doesn't see him she doesn't see him uh the actor the main actor's there as well but mm-hmm. he's just outside yeah it's I think, unclear i think the head of the studio or the director or like the lawyer of the yes. studio is there in talking to him while they're all out there. Yes. So they've all just sort of come, but yeah. God, but, how hard would that be for Roy? I know. Um, but um, the star talks to her a little bit and then the guy with the star makes her a little bandit mask out of the newspaper. Yeah. And then she gets to wear her bandit mask. Yeah. It's so sweet. Uh, and at that point, a princess is introduced to the story. Yes. Um, and she's sort of representational of this woman that Roy loved. But she looks like the nurse. She looks like the nurse because that is how Alexandria pictures her because that's the prettiest lady she knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... And when she first comes out, that costume... Oh my god, it's like this Chinese-inspired... Like lotus mask thing. Yeah, it's really like a cool. Philip Tracy hat That or big, crazy, awful carriage that they're in with like a hundred slaves pulling it. We can literally not describe to anybody what this movie looks like it's so, even in the hospital scenes it's so vivid and so bright. vibrant and yeah but when so this movie was filmed in i believe either 28 or 88 countries i don't remember the exact number it has to be it's all over the world there and there's, there's, that, there's that um that montage where it's just flashing all over the place all over the, like oh there's the eiffel tower there because he's french now yeah <laughs> like, uh-huh and, 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 so they just filmed every stinking where this movie was mostly produced by tarsam singh mm-hmm. the budget for this movie is three hundred thousand dollars it made no money no but he wanted to make it and so it's he did beautiful yeah it's so like the fantasy sequences the storytelling sequences just take place in all the craziest locations he in basically the world. scouted the most gorgeous scenes just... and i think he says there's no cg in it but i think they do some like making like clipping things so that things look like they're closer right, together compositing than they are. Yeah. because some of editing. the desert scenes there's clever not like, editing there's not like a mountain in the background in real life i don't think you know yeah yeah there's definitely some clever editing are, going on wow. but like everything you see is real yes 
Uh, it's beautiful. And it's so funny because, like, he definitely was, you know, later in his career, no stranger to using CG. Yeah. Like, the cell? It's not all CG. I mean, there's a lot of practical stuff in there, but there's a shitload of CG in yeah. it, too. And it doesn't look very good. No, <laughs> it wasn't quite ready. Yeah. But this movie... <laughs> so beautiful. It's really the most visually striking movie I've probably ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's no way to describe The costumes are, like, nothing you've ever seen the sets are but the thing amazing is, they're like nothing you've ever seen and these places are like nothing you've ever seen but it's all here mm-hmm. none of it's made up really yeah all the they're locations all real are real and it's like how lucky are we to be on this planet i know the thing and like a lot of it is like you know uh ancient cities and like old temples and stuff and like real like when they're lost in that like canyon and then they're like, oh, he says to go deeper. There's, and there's, there's green, there's green down luxury, and then they're suddenly in like rice fields. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I love that moment because it's just a moment of Alexandria not understanding an idiom. What's the idiom? Follow me to greener pastures oh, yeah. is mm-hmm. what the mystic says, yeah. and then they're like, he says that there's some green, there's green down, down there. there, and then they go and there is. Yeah, and so she's just like, oh, what he's saying is that. There's some there's green fields down at the bottom of the Canyon, valley, yeah. but that's not really what Roy meant. But, but they make it work, up. and it's really cool, yeah. and it's also sort of you know magical and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just 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 so beautiful. So um, he Roy is kind of becoming more and more desperate, yeah. uh, and she just wants to make him happy, mm-hmm. but he's so sad about you know everything that's happened to him. That, you know, eventually she does bring him the quantity of pills that he needs. So, mm-hmm. he, a key fell from the hypochondriac mm-hmm. earlier in the movie. Roy finds it and he gives it to her and he's like, go get me. He stole these pills from me. He doesn't need them. I need them. I need them. So, just go get them. And so, go she steals him. them from the guy's cabinet for Roy. Yeah. And we reach the point of the, of the story where the bandit is getting married to the princess. Yes. And that, man, that sequence is With so... With the dervishes? Yes. And, like, <laughs> it's so sad because he he tells her, like, okay, when Once I go... Once I fall asleep, you need to leave. You need to leave and you can't come back tomorrow. Because he's like, gonna die. And so he's like, it's so sad and so fucked up. Because he's like, I'm... He's... What he's... intending to do is die telling her the story yeah and so he like reaches the ending he wanted to be true where the bandit marries the princess um but then he starts thinking about the fact that he's dying and this like gets into the story where it's like you know the pills become a factor like they enter the story Mm -hmm. and it's like you can't fall asleep you'll never wake up you can't fall asleep you'll never wake up and it's like happening at the wedding and, and it's the, so weird the, the priest betrays them the priest betrays them and the coolest fucking scene transition i've <laughs> ever seen in my life happens where the priest's face turns face into, and collar like big turns collar. into this desert scape and it looks exactly it's so wild yeah like the top of his head is like the mountain in the background and there's just like shrubs and things on the ground and it perfectly lines up with this image of the priest smiling in a spooky way it's crazy like it's, it doesn't even bear describing yeah. you just have to see it <laughs> but um all the this... adventurers and him in the story are 
have been captured and are dying out in the desert. Yes, dying in the desert, and, and the, the, the hyena guards. Hyena guards. Yeah. So the guards, um, like Count uh, Count Odious's. Odious's henchmen, they look like the the X ray room man with the big yeah. X ray helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they are like laughing like hyenas, and it's really upsetting. And uh. The bandit's daughter from a previous marriage <laughs> climbs out of the bag and she's like, I'm here to rescue you. And she's Daddy, like, it's me. It's me, daddy. It's me. And she starts like untying them all. And he's like, oh, yes, of course, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's dying. Yeah. He's falling asleep. And she's like, wake up. You got to wake up. Come wake on. Up, we got to go. Yeah. And it's, oh, God, because she doesn't know. She doesn't really understand. Yeah. She just thinks that he's falling asleep. And she's like, no, no, no. You can't fall asleep. You have to keep telling the story. Yeah. Well, and the, there's so many little things. Like when he's, he has her little drawing that she, she made for him. He's funneling all the pills onto it so that he can get them in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And he drops one and she picks it up for him. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. um, so she he she falls asleep. He falls asleep, and she's it's so, like she's trying to like, she's like make him wake up. She's like pushing, pushing on his face, face and she's and kissing him, and kissing him, and kissing him, jumping back and forth between the fantasy and the reality of her doing like playing with his face and like making him smile and yeah, and just just kissing but, him all over his face mm, and it's faces. so sweet. And, and she gives him one final kiss on the forehead. Or she, I think it's. On the forehead in real life, but in the fantasy, it's on the lips. Yes. Um, and then she leaves. And she leaves, and she she seems a little troubled. She's like, "This is this is kind of like this doesn't seem right. Yeah, like I don't like this." But he told me I have to go, so I'm gonna go. And then the next morning, <sighs> she sees them taking a body away, and she's freaking out. She's freaking out, freaking out. And she runs down, and she's crying, and she's they're touching like touching the toes of the body, the toes, and they're like, "Alexander, you can't be here. You have to go." Yeah. And she's freaking out, and she runs into the room, and Roy is alive, and he's yeah. he's he's in his bed. And then he groggily. Wakes yeah, she up. like wakes him, um, and she's like crying, and she's but like, she's I, also like exclaims like Roy, Roy, yeah, and she's crying, and she's like, I thought that I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead, and it turns out it was the old man, and that's very very sad. Very sad. But that's not all. Like so, the old man, you were very angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. At the, at You're the moment. mischaracterizing. I wasn't angry. I, I was, but like that's a hell of a, a fake of out. a fake out. It's a hell of a fucking. Fake and it only out. gets harder from here. Yes. So, the old man's dead. Uh huh. And Roy starts putting together that, that it didn't work. And then he he tastes his lips and it's sugar. The pills were sugar pills. They were giving the the, the hypochondriac hy- sugar. sugar pills. And he's. he's furious so furious like you think ronan the deceiver is scary roy (laughs) realizing he's not dead is scary yeah he because this is some of the scariestly pace you've seen he's so he like uh, disappointed shakes his bed freaking out the doctor's trying to calm him down he's screaming at this guy you're not even sick they're giving you sugar pills like Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah, and she just runs off because she's well, yeah. horrified. The nurse is like, "Hey, so oh, yeah, you should yeah, go," and yeah. she just leaves. Yeah, um, yeah. He's Roy is just so upset. Yeah, but we're glad because he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think. Yeah, you'd think you'd think we'd be glad. You're glad for moments. Yes. Um. So she ends up, you know, coming back and being like, "I know you told me not to come back." Um. And he does continue telling her the story. I don't think that's true. Is it? Like like we said, there's so much happening in this yeah. movie. 
I think because she knows he's upset, she goes to get his more pills. Oh, that's right. Hang on. So, uh... Yes, it was the placebo. I'm just looking at the summary. Yeah, because there's so much. Yes, yes. She sees how upset he is, and she's like, oh, he needs his real medicine. Okay. I'm going to go get more from the dispensary. I'm going to go get it. Um, And so she sneaks into the pharmacy, and she climbs up onto the The counter counter where she got the first pills. It's... I think the, the first time it was lower. Yes. But there's none there anymore because she took it. So she there's more, but it's up higher up. And, and she steps up and there's a pestle or something. Yeah. She slips and falls. And it's the craziest Isn't sequence. this so crazy? It like turns into stop motion. Mm-hmm. It's really wild. And there's like these weird vignettes where they're like behind, they're like acting in front of these screens and then mm-hmm. it pans over and there's like a house burning behind it. Yeah. Because it's like it, her real it, life. It's her memory of the day that her father died. Mm-hmm. And, and her horse being stolen. And there's like weird stop motion of her undergoing surgery mm-hmm. this for doll. her mm-hmm. head injury. Yes. They like cut the top of this doll's head open and they reach inside and it, inside is her little note she wrote to the... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the wildest scene, but... She, you know but it fits the movie it's so well so good uh yes and so she has sustained a serious head injury and has to have surgery mm-hmm. and when she wakes up um she sees that roy is getting like fucking chewed out by yeah. the doctor mm-hmm. like you know i can't believe you would do something like this this is so irresponsible of you and now mm-hmm. this little girl got hurt and roy just looks devastated so furious with himself like he yeah. just can't believe what he did and she's just sort of seeing this from afar in through a window yeah yeah um but it's so we're not done we're not done <laughs> so like this part at this point in the movie you're like oh god but then he comes, she, she fully wakes up she, and he's he's there at her bedside in a wheelchair in a wheelchair drinking whiskey <sighs> and he's like I fucked up and I'm so sorry. You're hurt and it's my fault. I lied to you. I lied to you. I tricked you. you. I tricked you and it's my fault. And she's like, finish the goddamn story. Tell me the end of the story. He's like, no, you don't get it. Like, the story the, was a trick. It was a trick. And she's like, I don't care. Tell me the end of the story. And he's like, get the nurse to tell you. And she's like, I don't want the nurse to tell me. It's your story and my story and you have to tell me the story now. Yeah. And, he, and obviously she's not angry. She's like this cute little girl. No, but I mean, she's a little bit. She's like very insistent. She's insistent, yes. She's extremely insistent. And he can't say no because of he's like, well, fucking, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess I owe you something. Yeah. But he's but like, he's, you don't want it. He's a drunk. Yes. And so furious with himself and upset about everything. He's just so depressed. And he's like, it's and not going to be He's like, okay, you're not going to like this ending. And she's like, I don't care. It's it's the ending of your story, so I need to hear it. <sighs> and so it's just this awful, wretched sequence of them trying to infiltrate Count Odious's castle. And they're just all dying. One by, one, by one, one, each of the heroes is dying. So first it's Wallace the monkey. Yes. Who, who is running up to get... Uh, but- the, the butterfly, butterfly uh, Americana Exotica. Yes. And gets he shot. gets it and he gets shot. And so Wallace dies and then Darwin is like, I'm going to let him, I'm going to tell everybody that all the discoveries were yours. And he lays it all out next oh. to his body. And meanwhile, and the guards are closing in. in okay. So up the, those the, stairs, this, this stair shot, um, I think uh, Dark Knight Rises uses that locale. Yeah. It's, it's a it's, location it's a very, you see sometimes. Yes. It's very cool. Normally it's like, they put it somewhere where it, it's not you don't see it in its element and mm-hmm. this this is a little bit 
like that too mm-hmm. but it's in daylight whereas in dark knight rises it's like in a dark yes. pit uh it's a really really cool location i and wish just, i knew what that was they just multiply yeah they're just streaming out like ants um and you know darwin stands up to them everyone else gets away but darwin is like fucking do your worst like yeah. you monsters um and they kill him they kill him and he falls down into the water Yes, and uh, Alexandria in the story and in real life is very upset. She's crying. Uh, Next, I think, is... Why did he have to die? Why, why, why? And uh, Roy's is like, well, that's what happens in the story. She's like, no, that doesn't happen. He's like, it is. It is what happens. And, and next is Luigi. He get his he foot gets, gets shot, shot in the foot, which okay. Is real. So Luigi is Roy's stuntman friend, played by his stuntman friend in reality. Yes, who has a fake leg. He's, yeah, because he was injured at some point, and he's an asset to the young film industry. Yes, because, because he's an he amputee. can do all the stunts. Yeah, where something happens to somebody's leg. So his foot gets shot in the fantasy. Uh huh. And, and he he's, can't keep up. But he's like, he's got the, all the guards in this they're room. They're all chasing him. And they're all closed into this room. And so he blows them all up, including yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. He takes like 200 of them out. Yes, it's great. And it's a very heroic moment. But of course, Alexandria is crushed by this too. And Roy's like, that's just what happened. He had to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, the mystic is getting beaten down by guards and alexandria wants to run and help mm-hmm. and they're like no you can't you yeah. can't help him and she runs out and the and, freed slave yes they're get, they're shooting arrows at her and so he grabs her and uh, turns around yes to block shields the arrows. her with his body and he gets plummeted with it just just, like just shot full of arrows yes and then this is Alexandria's fault that this happened because she ran out there and he had to protect her. Mm-hmm. And there's that crazy shot where his back is full of arrows and, and he, he falls, falls backwards mm-hmm. and is is held aloft by the arrows. Mm-hmm. Woof! But he's like, it's okay. And then the mystic, they rip off his hair so and his teeth pop out. So his he doesn't have his strength. teeth pop out. That's why she goes back. His strength. Yeah, his strength is gone. Yes, she's, from the, she's the like, story with the old man. Him. Um, and they're beating him and killing him, and the birds start flying out of his mouth. Because they had because said he's got birds in his belly. He had, yeah, he saved all the birds in this valley by keeping them safe in his belly. Uh-huh. So it's just like a payoff. It, yes, it's really a beautiful moment. I mean, it's but tragic. Sad. It's so fucking sad, but it's also extremely beautiful. So now we're down to the, Roy, ban- the bandit and the Indian. And the Indian. And they're running and they're scaling the castle wall. And the guards are climbing the rope after them, and so the Indian cuts the rope and so, plummets. So, oh, that's that shot. Is so, so the the bandit and uh, Alexandria, the little bandit. Yes, they make they it make to the it top. to the top, and he's still climbing, and they're like they're like, come on, come on, come on, come you on. can make it, you can and make it. And he just gives them a look, and then he cuts it. And and the bandit is like, no, like he's so upset. So by it. some of my favorite acting of Lee mm-hmm. Pace, like this whole movie is so good, but like. So we see them fall. We don't see them hit the ground. But as soon as they hit the ground, uh, Lee Pace just like wretches away from them. Yeah, he's just horrified by it. And he just shout, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's really, really good. You know, it's funny. We completely skipped over the bit where um, where the bandit finds out that the princess is, is betrothed to Count Odious and tries to kill her. And Alexandria is like, no, you can't. And so she's not actually dead. <laughs> yeah. But then she does betray him. Yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of double crossing. <laughs> so um, the bandits, big bandit and little bandit, make it up to 
Odious's like rooftop garden. I really love that whole set because there's so much of the real world mixed in. Mm-hmm. Like his red car is up there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, they find Odious and the princess yeah. there. Yeah, and Odious is in like a white pinstripe suit. Uh huh. Um, and of course, he's the movie star. He's the movie star, and he just starts beating the shit out of. Yeah, the he can't. He can't. He just can't take it. Like yeah. this is this is Roy giving up and mm-hmm. says like, no, that's it. The world has crushed me. He won. I can't beat this. This is the end for me. And Alexandria says, no, you have to fight. You can't let this happen. Yeah. And she's just and no, she's Daddy, cr- no, 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 no. And she's crying and he's crying. He's like, no, this is just how the story happens. This is how it has to happen. And she says, it doesn't. Like, please don't. Don't. Please don't. please don't. I don't want him to die. I don't want you to die. <sighs> Uh, and he he's like and she's like please 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 and he says okay and he tells i know he tells her that he will live for her and in the story the bandit gets up and And just just socks out count odious and he gets up and and oh god he's like fine he's fine and he climbs out of the water and he goes and he picks up alexandria and he's like oh give me a kiss come on let's go and it's just like he's like okay no you know maybe it's hard and maybe it's not really how i feel right now but i can do this for you mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're not done we're not okay done. so then count odious is like i don't feel very good or no no, no before he says that yeah he's like he, reeling he, in the pool and he sits back on the sword, sword that, that he, he had, had set down earlier. Yes, and impales himself. So he gets his just desserts without revenge. Yes. And then as he's stabbed, he says, I don't feel very it, good. It's, I think it's later. He's like yeah. floating in the pool. He's and it's like, like, I don't feel very good. Uh, but um, the bandit gets his goodbye with the princess. and she's, So so she's like, oh, I realized. I should have followed my I heart. I should have followed my heart. I should have been in love with you. And, and so she she gives him, him the locket. The locket with that's the her heart. heart. Um, and, and he's like, okay, and throws the locket off the cliff and says, follow your heart. Oh, God, it's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, it's so good because it's it's him being like, okay, like, yeah, she she broke my heart, but that doesn't have to be it. Like, yeah. she, she fucked me over and that's her problem. And I can move on from this. I don't have to live with this forever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, thank you, Roy. Like, of course <laughs> your heart was broken and that hurts a lot. But like, her loss. Yeah. Her loss. And he realizes that he can live without her. Mm-hmm. And they walk away, father and daughter. Yeah. And then... And then we get a nice epilogue of Roy with all the children in the hospital and all the, like, staff and stuff watching his movie. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And a bit, and you There's get like them... this huge buildup for when he's gonna... His stunt happens. His stunt. And they just cut it from the movie because it went wrong. Yeah. And, like... One of the orderlies is like, is that it? And they see they see him very briefly. Uh, oh no, that's later when they're yeah. doing like the the reel. But like you feel like, oh, it's this big moment. And Alexandra is just watching. She's never seen a movie before. Yeah, and she's just she doesn't know what they're called. She doesn't know what it is. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, they're everyone's just loving the movie and having a great time. And Roy's okay. Yeah, he's in his wheelchair, but he's like, he's confronting his trauma. He's confronting his trauma, and he's getting through it because he has his best friend there with him. Yeah, all the little kids with their bandages. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it. just like it's just okay. And you see, you see all the the characters that were in the mm-hmm. fantasy are in the room too. Yes, and it's really nice. Um, and then we get 
a further epilogue of Alexandria going back, you know, leaving the hospital and going back to the orange groves. And you see, like, her Indian orange picker friend mm-hmm. and... And she takes the old man's teeth. And puts them in an orange rind. Because she thinks it'll grow into an orange tr- tree with teeth in it. And the mystic will come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has this very sweet little monologue about getting to see all of Roy's movies. That she missed him when she left the hospital, but she gets to see movies and she gets to know that he's there. Yeah. She gets to see all the, the all the punches and all the jumps and yeah, all the stunts. Yeah, it's like the greatest hits of early cinema yeah, and all the and stunts. And they're like horrifying. <laughs> right, it's scary stuff. And she's like, and I know it's him and mm-hmm. it's very exciting for and me. And then there's a moment where it's somebody getting hit in the back and for you a can, moment Lee Pace is like, oh! Yeah, and, and she's like, him. did you see? And then she shows it a couple more times. Yeah, it's... It's so sweet. So it's like, okay, I guess they probably didn't get to continue their friendship, but they touched each other's lives, and she yeah. gave him the will to go on, and she gets to have this beautiful treasured memory and see him in the movies. Yeah, and now he's, like, a great... And we can assume, at least, he got some... Based on just that one shot, mm-hmm. he did get some use of his legs back. Right, that he's he's recovered from mm-hmm. his injury. Um, and that he he found the will to live. Thanks to this wonderful, remarkable little girl. Little thief. She's so cute. Yeah, they're, they're peas in a pod. <laughs> so we did a really good job of outlining like all the bits, but there's so much in this movie that is just happening. Less so in the fantasy and more so in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like all the little relationships between people. Yeah, it's a movie that really bears rewatching. Like I think the nurse is being manipulated or sleeping with or assaulted by the doctor there's some kind of a relationship happening between them that where she, feels kind of weird he, he like comes in the middle of the night where she's like attending to alexandria who can't sleep uh-huh. and he's like you got you know come on uh-huh we gotta get to our thing yeah and uh yeah it's not really clear but so there's just these it subtle moments but but that's kind of the the interesting thing is because this movie is fully from Alexandria's point of view, you only see the little glimpses of the grown up world that she's afforded. Yeah, uh, and so you never really quite know what's going on because mm-hmm. uh, she doesn't get to know, and you can sort of piece it together. But it's it's not made explicit. And it doesn't need to be. Yeah, uh, it's so beautiful. It's so fucking beautiful. Like. And, and I love, I was really worried it was not going to have a happy ending. But it has a well-deserved, well-earned happy ending. Yeah. You will recover from the... Just... Mm-hmm. It gives you plenty to feel good about after breaking you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That scene, though, when they're in the operating room and he's telling her the end of the story, they're both just crying. Mm-hmm. And it's so real. Can you okay? So a little behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. they didn't really tell the truth to this little actress. They let her sort of live in the world of the movie. Yeah. So she thought that Lee Pace couldn't walk at first. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm sure she knew a good amount of stuff, and I'm sure they prepared her for that scene. Right. But but it was it all was sort of happening real rather than being scripted lines. Yeah. Yeah. So that scene must have been so hard. Yeah. I mean, and they were probably best friends. Oh, yeah. Well, clearly, there's just such a palpable love between them. They're yeah. so affectionate and so sweet. It's so, so beautiful. Like, and so heartwarming to see this just really 
wonderful, loving, wholesome relationship between a man and a little girl. Yeah, strangers initially. Right, and it just like works and it doesn't, and you know, it, that could so easily go badly. Yeah. Like it could, but they, you just immediately believe in Roy's intentions. Like, yeah. you know, he, he, he does have bad intentions, but you know what they are and you know that she is safe, or at least he means for her to be safe. Yeah. You know, something bad happens that he didn't anticipate and it is his fault, but he didn't ever wish anything bad towards yeah, her and he didn't himself hurt her yes at least not directly not directly so it, yeah that's a really hard tightrope to walk with a relationship like that mm-hmm. and it 100 percent succeeds it never once feels gross or slimy or anything oh yeah when it when it's so easily could <laughs> yeah because they're like in his bed cuddling a lot yeah mm-hmm. but it just feels safe yeah he just feels like a dad mm-hmm. it's so sweet I know. This, this, I had to go back to the scene because she steals a piece of the Eucharist from the chapel and like is munching on it and shares it with him. And he's like, Are you trying to save my soul? Yes. And she's like, She's like, Sure. Uh huh. Yes. What? Uh huh. Yeah. And he's like, No, do you know what, what the that? Eucharist. The Eucharist. And she's like, Uh huh. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Yeah, this little Romanian girl who's like, Knows the word Eucharist. Between yeah. five and eight knows the word Eucharist. Like, right yeah (laughs) but like it seems like she maybe didn't even know like what it was at all Mm -hmm. and so it's like okay so she's i don't know her family's not catholic or they don't go to church or something And it's just like he does a really bad job of explaining of using another word for what it is because he doesn't really know he's like the bread and she's like what and he's like the bread the bread the the thing you just gave me (laughs) and she's like "Uh uh-huh and he's like no do you know what i (laughs) And it's so, because it kind of goes on. Yeah. But it just feels like a real conversation because it is one. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah, they're probably like, here, eat some of these. You're taking them out of this box and go. Go feed him one. Uh, and it's. Yeah, it's... her performance could not have been, like, obviously the dir- direction was immaculate. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was something there where they just caught reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's was, it's yeah. just magic between these two. Like it's so beautiful. Yeah, I'm I'm a little upset that this movie is impossible to locate um, because it. I feel like a lot of people would benefit from seeing it or would mm-hmm. enjoy seeing it. Um, but there must have been something production wise or yeah. Rights-wise. I wonder who owns it at this point because it is just fucking impossible. When it's like produced by two of the biggest directors in hollywood Uh uh-huh um what's his name and spike jones uh did he at the very beginning it says a what's his name and spike jones film oh okay i'm not yeah i'm not seeing him as a producer because it it was like less than i don't know it's it's Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know but yeah, I don't really know why it's so hard to find. I wish I did know. Yeah. But it's just, I, I just can't. And it's like, it's such a hard movie to talk about because it's really just something you got to experience. It's not that the script is remarkable. It's good. Yeah. But it's just this magic that happens on screen that's it's just so incredible. Oh, and I was wrong. It was $30 million rather than $300 million for <sighs> the budget. Oh. But it only made $3.7 million. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's really interesting. Here's a fun. Here's a fun fact. Apparently, Alexandria reading the E as a three was actually Katinka misunderstanding and misreading it, and then Tarsim Singh was like, "I can use this." He's a genius, or not? He's a genius, but he knows how to. No, I mean that is it's yeah. genius. It's brilliant to use that to think that's actually really good. Yeah, that's actually really good, and I'm gonna leave that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a list of all the countries or something. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, well. We gave you the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I hope you watched it. I hope you watched it. Because, yeah, I, I, that moment when you think that Roy has died is so, it just guts you. Yeah. And then the movie's like, hey, got any guts left? I'm going to gut you some more. <laughs> guts in there <laughs> just just, like a carbon scrape, of pumpkin just scrape those out <laughs> with a big spoon just in case mm-hmm. get it real clean uh any last thoughts about the fall so the costume designer uh unsurprisingly did his other movies mm-hmm. um with the exception of the the newest one but also was the costume designer on Bram stoker's dracula yes beautiful perfect it makes total sense yes absolutely it does um yeah i mean the costumes in this movie they're they're gorgeous like they're just so because you can see like you know they're obviously inspired by like world cultures but with these just really crazy twists on them like the bandit with his he's like wearing like a sort of a matador type vest and then he's got these big like hakama pants yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like not expected but it look it's the best silhouette ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just shit like that that's just like and there's some shots in this movie like you said the the transition between the priest and the in the, the desert the desert but there's also when the bandit finds his dead brother on the, okay so there's, there's there's some shots back to back that are incredible there's the chandelier full of bodies oh. and that's when you really see how this is an adult movie yeah is right then um, and it sort of feels very The Cell, which, you know, came out earlier. Um, so this is that. And then he wraps his brother's body in linen. Mm-hmm. And then With the, uh, drapes and the linen between two huge, huge posts. And then the blood wicks up, wicks up the, the clock. It's, it's really one of the most stunning shots in the whole it's movie. It's so huge. It's so huge. And... Like, so stunning and so dramatic. And that's the moment where it stops being her dad and starts being Roy. Mm-hmm. She's like, why is... Why is he talking like that? Yeah, because <laughs> he's Spanish. <laughs> or no, that's when he forgets that he made him Well, because he said, you know, when he turns into Roy, and then he says something about, like, I will kill every Spanish thing. And she's like, like wait, he's, he's Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> she's like, no, he's <laughs> French. <laughs> and then he does this, like... Yeah. Inside, it's like whoa, like a French. Yeah, yeah. He's just being all French for a second. It's really funny. <laughs> like that whole scene, you know, it goes from like a very dramatic scene of this brother losing his brother to, to something really quite funny in camp. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really great. Uh, the the tonal shifts work so well. It's mm-hmm. very well balanced. Beautiful film. You gotta watch it somehow. You gotta watch this movie. And if you if you've watched it already, watch it again. It's that good maybe force someone else to watch it that's my favorite yes <laughs> that's, that's that's alex's favorite pastime <laughs> making people watch movies with him and then looking at them <laughs> <laughs> all right um 
yeah, I think that's a good place to end that. Uh, so we definitely have a recommendation. Yes, I don't have another one. This is my only one. Okay, I might give another one, but we can definitely talk about this for a minute. So, Hades. Hades. Supergiant Games. Was it available on PC before it came out on Switch? or they Sort of, yes. Time? So it was in early access on Steam, on Steam for a very it. long time. So before the game was finished, you could play parts of it on PC. But, but it just came out. The full just came out. Yes, on, on Switch and PC. And we've... You bought it. Mm-hmm. I was interested. But you bought it and we're playing it. And I watched for about an hour and 45 minutes and then, and then you, i bought it yeah <laughs> yeah you bought it the next day i wasn't gonna wait to play it on mm. your switch i have my own switch right yeah it is so much fun. okay super giant games are my favorite indie studio they made the games uh bastion transistor and pyre which only got more accolades as you go on through the right, <laughs> right? i mean a bastion was like such started a hit. from big hit but yeah. I Transistor has been my favorite game for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, a lot of people love that one. A lot of people really like Pyre. Yeah, it's they're they're really amazing. I mean, but this one has something for everybody. It really, really does. It's quite challenging. Yeah. Um, There's an easy mode apparently. Yes, but if needed, like the thing about Supergiant and what makes their games so special is just the intense attention to detail. Like mm-hmm. they just start out as really great rock solid games and then they just get deeper and deeper and the art is incredible <laughs> the dialogue is always really voice wonderful acting voice acting immaculate. is great and the the soundtracks darren corb has done the soundtracks for all of their games and they're so fucking good mm-hmm. all of them and he's really outdone himself so this time. this game is gorgeous really great story really great dialogue all that all that and then the game itself is just great to play it's like more than great though it's like Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. Oh, here's a new weapon for you. Oh, I'm having a lot of more fun. Oh, here's a, a like a skill progression system. Oh, great. Oh, guess deeper. what? There's twice as much skill progression. It gets deeper and deeper, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah, well, because you have to earn it. Yeah. But like not, but like mysteriously so. Yes. It. it it's. I just we can't gush enough about yeah, this. Basically, game. you're Hades' son trying to get out of the goddamn underworld. Yeah, you want to leave the underworld, and Hades is like, "Good luck, kid. You can't." <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> you fail constantly. Constantly, and that's the fun of it. Is it's very, very hard to heal yourself. So you're constantly dying and coming back and trying again and trying again and trying again. Uh, and you just every time you get a little better, you get a little further, you figure something out. Yeah. But every time you play through, it's different because it's all randomly generated. Yeah. For people that liked Binding of Isaac, it's very that, but like way better, stylish and lot grow, not grow. Yes, like it's, it's, it's beautiful and fun, and stylish and better story. And like, yes, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to like harp on Binding oh, of Isaac. Binding it, of Isaac is great and cool. Yeah, and it made a genre, but it plays similarly. Kind of, yes, yes. Or made a genre well, yeah, popular, I'm. I, genre. Hades is uh is what's often called a rogue light. Yeah, it's like a roguelike junior. Yeah, not to say that it's like easy or. Yeah like super simple it's i think i beat the final boss after like 20 something attempts yeah um but the game doesn't end then no of course not there's so much <laughs> game yeah you'll you, you'll play this game forever it's so much fun uh we're playing it on switch but i'm i imagine that on pc is if you've got a controller it's just yeah. as good mm-hmm. i don't think you could do it with no, no, you like wouldn't. A PC you wouldn't, and you person. couldn't. No, no. You play. Yeah, just plug in your Xbox controller. But uh, it's it's fabulous. Play that game. I'm gonna play it as soon as we're done. Probably me too. And I played it 
up until we recorded pretty much too. Yes. Uh, but lastly, I do want to recommend a YouTube video. A YouTube? A YouTube because um, Philosophy Tube has a very good new video out about Confucius hmm. um, and about how he didn't really know anything about Confucius and so he decided to look into him and realized that a lot of what he had to say was actually pretty relevant to things that are happening right about now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, really interesting stuff and you know just sort of this exploration of like hey it's hard to translate Confucius <laughs> um, but th that's what kind of makes it interesting. Uh, it's a great video as Philosophy Tube always is so mm -hmm. if that sounds interesting to you I highly recommend it. I have another thing. Hey. So I'm stealing this from uh, another podcast. This is um, from Race Chaser, which is a drag race recap podcast. They now have their own network, which is great, called Moguls of Media Mom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a bunch of different drag podcasts. But anyway, at the end of every episode, they remind everybody to vote. Yes. Um, and make sure you have a voting plan. Yes. We are very fortunate in the state of Washington. That we live in one of the only states that just has been doing mail-in voting forever. So our ballots will arrive to us and we can send them back or drop them off. Yes, and it's very easy. Super easy. Unfortunately, many people do not live in states where that is a possibility, which is why you need to figure out and make a plan for how your vote is going to be counted. Yes, it's very important. Very, very important. Please do your civic duty here. <laughs> for us. For everyone. For everyone. For yourself. Yes. So you can't complain next time. I don't, you can I always don't complain. Know. You, you always mean, have a right to complain. You can always you can complain about who you voted for if you want. Like, yes. You can change your mind, but please just, just participate. Do it. Just do it. Yes. It can't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it can't hurt. And you get a cool sticker. Yep. I voted. I voted. All right, everybody. Um, I think we're gonna be done with the episode now. <laughs> well that sort of makes my next <laughs> part a little clunky sounding <laughs> that does it for today's episode <laughs> thanks for listening you can find us on apple podcasts spotify stitcher google podcasts anchor.fm and elsewhere please rate subscribe and review wherever you listen so more nerds can find us we appreciate it and it really does make a difference Tell us what you thought about the fall on Twitter at LitMeritPod, where we post updates and news, or tell us about other things. Yeah, t tell us how you're doing in Hades. Yeah. Who's your favorite character in Hades? Who are you romancing? Yes, that's another <laughs> fun part, is the romances. <laughs> and they can be gay! Of course. Uh, and thanks to Jonathan Colton for the use of our theme song, Fraud, from his album, Artificial Heart. Until next time, remember... Googly, 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 go away! Mm -hmm.